Turn that off right there. Whoops. Oh, you know, just had a porn web page up. That's all. You didn't miss anything. Hey, how's it going, everybody? There we go. There's the opening music. Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Like I said, I still don't have my stream deck working, so hopefully you got to take time and try to fix that whole thing. But uh, what's happening, guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It's Monday, end of Monday. Yay. Got through another Monday. You know, that's all you can uh, ask for when it comes to Monday. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't an actual porn video. It was a YouTube page where I used the music. That's what it was. Um, no, but uh, no, no, it wasn't actually that. Anyways, okay. So now that uh, that's all, uh, now that I think I've made things awkward, um, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Do all the things. Of course, follow me on all the various sock meds. And everything down there and stuff like that. So, um, appreciate that. So, go ahead and do that. Hopefully, you guys had a good Monday. Had a pretty decent Monday. You know, it's Monday. What, what can you expect, I guess? What can you expect? Can't expect much. You really can't. Anyways, all right. Sorry. Now I got too many things that are popping up right now. All right. Hold on. Let me move. God damn it. See, I don't, I don't have all my stuff working still correctly, which is a pain. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Here we go. Does that go? Okay, I gotta adjust that a little bit. Sorry. Adjust, adjust, adjust. All right, we're good. All right, Clark. We got Clark Connor right here. Although I don't like uh, James Gunn as a person, I'd respect him a bit if he cast uh, David Cornsweet. So we got a David Cornsweet fan right here. Hi, Dave. Why so serious? Supernatural, and it's sunny in Philadelphia. Dave, actor Emma. Actor, halt, actor, good choice. All right, is that is that chat? G- okay, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we got Miss Lisa Jackson right here. Good to see you, of course. Uh, we also got Niner for Life as well. Niner for Life. Uh, and then uh, we got Diamond Absolutes also right here. We got Droga, good to see you, Axel. We got Phil, good to see you as well. We also got Stephanie T that is here. I feel like Nicholas Holt. Oh, uh, Nicholas Holt is always a contention for these types of roles, but never gets them. Wonder why. Hmm. It is interesting. We got the Northman here as well. We got Viking King movie going to be shit. Which movie are you talking about here? Gee, I wonder. Could it be like you already have hate for that? We got Miss Nighthawk also here, too, and happy Monday it is. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that I'm proud of Miss Nighthawk, Steph. Very proud because, and you guys should be proud of her as well, and give her a nice little, you know, wherever you at, give her a nice little applause or give her nice, give her some praise because she is starting a new venture this week. She is, uh, she she is starting her new job, better job, way better job, especially from the last one. Jesus, uh, took a little bit to get out of that one, but she has a new job, so she's going to be flying up north to do some training this week, and then of course start the new job and hopefully everything's going to be absolutely fantastic about it so very very proud of her couldn't be more proud and uh you know i'm just hoping that yeah, everything goes well she gets even more raise i can quit my job and she could be my sugar mama that's for sure right okay sorry <clears throat> yeah so there you go guys give praise to uh miss nighthawk starting a new job and uh absolutely proud of her proud absolutely proud 
All right, we got Darkness Under the Wind. How's it going? Good to see you. We got Fear Jason. Always good to see you, buddy. Uh, senpai, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, what else we got here? All right. Uh, we got Nerdy Mastermind uh, saying, uh, go watch your three movies on a loop and leave all of us alone with your negativity. Uh-oh. We got negativity? Uh-oh. Time to go to bed? Is it? No. What are you talking about? All right, we got Cortez. Not sure if I want a great value Henry Cavill. It just adds salt to the wound. Mm. What's going on, Anthony? Good to see you. ACS is here. What is going on? We got DJ. What's going on, Justin? We got Eric here as well. Good to see you. Yeah, so there you go. There you go. And that's the end game. See, that's what we're hoping for right there. We got RJ Archives. Interesting. Archives, huh? Okay, cool. Archives. I like that. What's going on, RJ? Good to see you. Thank you for being part of the uh, the Patreon. Yes, we had a Patreon stream over the weekend, so everybody who joined that, thank you for being a part of that as per usual. If you want to be part of the, the next Patreon stream, I try to, try to do it once a month. Subscribe to the Patreon. Of course, I try to give some extra stuff, some exclusive stuff right there, so... You know, try to do that. Try to give a little extra to the Patreon, and I don't know. I'm I'm hoping to uh, also a, a start something or you know revamp something that I had before that I want to revamp. But we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Hopefully soon. But uh, just trying to get all the bugs and all the kinks out that I have when it comes to doing this right here. But uh, I do appreciate too. It seemed like everybody was uh, cool with the uh, the new. The new start time for the Vodka stream, which is 90 minutes earlier, 6.30 PST, Pacific Standard Time now. And I think everybody was kind of like, you know, pretty good with that. It was weird. It's a weird adjustment because usually when I get done with the Vodka streams, it's like 1 o'clock, 1.30, even 2 o'clock at night. And I'm just like, and I'm just, you know, stumbling to my stumbling to my bed and just, you know, and then I just go to sleep. But it was kind of interesting. It was like it was like eleven o'clock, eleven a.m. my time when the vodka stream pretty much ended, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" So I was just you know still working on some things. I was drinking some water, you know, trying to trying to make sure I don't get a hangover the next day. So, but I think uh, I think uh, that's just I think it worked out. I think it worked out. People were good with the new time when it came when it comes to the vodka stream, and uh, yeah. So I think six thirty is just going to be that time now i think it helps with eastern standard time people especially if i have guests that's always like a struggle so it's good it's good all right guys let's get into it let's get to the tweets let's get to the tweets but yes thank you guys of course for all that let's see 11 p.m you mean 11 p.m uh i live where it's 8 p.m yeah that's right anyways um all right so Okay, just looking at all that stuff right there. Okay, I'm on my second gallon of water today. Jeez, that's a lot of water there, nerdy mastermind. A lot of water. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to the tweets and see what was happening in the Twitter world right here. All right, first off, we got Fear Jason. He pretty much uh, he made he made the background my background that I have that was made by Alessandro. He he made it anime like. Look at that. Interesting. Anime film junkie right there. I like it. I like it. Good job for your Jason. It's pretty cool stuff. 
Pretty cool stuff. We've got Widow Workshop right here, of course, talking about uh, talking about, of course, the uh, the new statues and talking about the event that happened right here. I mean, look at that. We got Zach right there posing with the Trinity statues, which my God, I want, I want those. I want them so badly. That's a cool shot right there. This is also a cool shot of the crowd right there. If you zoom in, if you zoom in right here, you'll see some familiar faces. Uh, this is where we were sitting right here. So you actually, you can actually see, you can see Scott right there, Joey, me, Phil, Steven. That's where we were at right there when it came to that photo being. But look at that thing. God, I want that so badly. I think Joey actually uh, got the uh, the Batman statue, which is pretty cool. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Okay, keep on going. We got some more stuff from Full Circle, of course, that was uh, being talked about. The fundraiser was, uh, you know, doing a good job. We got some art right here from Penny. Artwork by Penny. Doing the uh, Christian Bale Batman right there. With a bunch of dollar bills behind him, which is interesting. But he's made up of a bunch of bats. Thought that was pretty cool art. Pretty cool art. All right. And what else we got? Apparently, I don't know what's going on. Um, Ed uh, Ed Boone kind of almost debunked it. But everybody was assuming that the new Mortal Kombat game is actually going to just be a reboot. And they're going to reboot Mortal Kombat 1. But then, you know, because Ed Boon, then Ed Boon was like, said something which uh, you'll see later on. But it was just kind of interesting, like, oh, they're going to reboot just the whole series as opposed to doing another sequel. I was like, that can be kind of cool, I guess. Pretty interesting. But uh, I guess we'll find out more information about that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then we got some, this is an awesome little trailer for uh the new season of black mirror the way that they do this like how it all folds out like the different stories joan is off awful uh lock i'm gonna say lock henry beyond the sea Maisie day and then of course demon 79 so i i just like this little um teaser that they have for that or not teaser but like a spot for that good job netflix good job netflix uh, this is just funny right here. You know, I'm just saying, like, you know, little videos like this just make me laugh, especially when you have, like, a, a good little ending of a of a video with a, a good sound effect. Just It's just funny. <laughs> I mean, obviously that was added later, but, I mean, it's just funny. Somebody, got, somebody threw a banana peel at that guy's head. Hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah, if you ever, you know, whenever you feel like a moron, though, guys, listen to this meme right here. Just remember that Kim Kardashian, she played poker with mirrored glasses. That's right. It's kind of the lenses you don't really want to have when you're trying to hide your eyes and hide your hand when you're playing poker. Don't have mirrored, mirrored glasses. I mean, obviously, she could probably keep her head up, but, you know, kind of hard right there. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's Kim Kardashian. She's not too... Yeah, you know, she's smart when it comes to certain things, I guess you could say, but not really smart when it comes to just normal things. I don't know. Anyways, more uh, Beetlejuice 2 news right here. Apparently, Willem Dafoe, because Willem Dafoe just shows up in, like, everything. Apparently, Willem Dafoe is going to be a ghostly cop in Beetlejuice 2. I don't know. There you go. I don't know. And then we got Mr. Kwan right here uh, with uh, with Grandpa Joe. You know, you always got to love this guy's enthusiasm, how happy he is when he takes selfies. So we took a selfie with the president. So there you go. And uh, I'm 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 100 percent sure that um, 
Biden probably didn't know who he was. He probably thought he was just a, a random young fan and probably, I don't know, he probably didn't know who he was. What? Your name? What? Well, you were in the Indiana Jones? Oh, man. That movie just came out? Huh? And then speaking of Beetlejuice, Monica Bellucci apparently has been cast in Beetlejuice 2 as Beetlejuice's wife. What the hell is going on with this movie? This thing is like kicking in the gear. They are trying to ride the hype that Michael Keaton is having right now, returning as Batman. It almost seems like if it wasn't for the Flash movie, would this Beetlejuice movie even be happening? I don't know. It's kind of weird how we kept hearing about this Beetlejuice movie for, I don't know how long, the past few years. And then all of a sudden now, when the Flash movie is about to come out and everybody's just like jazzed about Michael Keaton's Batman comeback, all of a sudden they're just like, we got to go. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice right here. It's crazy, but cool. I dig it. It's pretty sweet. And fuck no. Ugh. What the hell? Do you guys see this shit? You guys see this? You ever seen Gattaca? This is, this is what that reminded me of. Watch Gattaca if you haven't already. It's a very good sci-fi movie. Jude Law, Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman. But uh, this dude right here who was 5'5", he got a limb lengthening surgery to make him six foot. Hell no. Okay? Now, I'm a short guy too. I'm not tall. Not that tall. Okay? So, and I would not definitely do this. That just seems like it's a little too much. A little too much. I mean, I get it when it comes to society. Yeah, short guys, we, you know, short end of the stick. That does happen. I mean, if you want to, like, correlate to, to that. Yes, obviously, when it comes to shortness and guys, yes, it's a thing. It's a thing. But uh, to go to these lengths to get this surgery, hell no. Hell no. Just rock it. Whatever. There's a reason why, you know, short lives matter. Short kings, you know, we talk about that too. Nothing wrong with that, but hell no would I ever do anything like that. Jesus. So, all right. But anyways, and then, of course, we have Fast X coming out this this week, and apparently Paul Walker's daughter has a cameo in the movie. Interesting. Um, and then, uh, we got this right here. Oh yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. If you, uh, any Queens of the Stone Age, uh, fans out there. It's a weird video, but Hey, they got a new uh, album coming out. So that's cool. And hopefully you guys watch some of the other streams that happened over the weekend. Shocker. Warner Brothers is reportedly not going to renew their deal with director Ava DuVernay. Her current deal with the studio ends at the end of this month. Yeah, remember when that whole that whole thing happened? My God, I still remember where I was when it was announced that she was going to make a New Gods movie. And then that was like, right, that was like, you know, obviously Wrinkle in Time came out just before that. So I was a little hesitant on, oh my God, she's going to take on New Gods? Eesh, I don't know about that. I really don't know if... Uh, She's the right person for the job. I mean, Selma, good. Documentaries, she does a great job. But, I mean, when it came to Wrinkle in Time, and then, of course, part of it was most likely Disney, obviously chopping it up and fucking with her whole movie, possibly. But I was like, eesh. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting. That whole thing, you know, the script and everything. But apparently, yeah, according to Matt Bel uh, Bellano, Bellani, yeah, apparently that, uh, according to him, it's not going to happen. Yeah, working with Tom and everything. 
Eek. Uh, thank you, DJ, for the uh, for the uh, $2 super chat. There's a sad documentary on leg lengthening surgery. Eek. I don't even want to watch that. I don't care. It's whatever, you know? You, 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 if you're not if you're not tall, guess what? You know, just rock it. Just try to be. And um, I think like because I was like one of the short ones, and like my friends, it, it helped me develop my sense of humor. I would say, because that's what you got to do. You got to develop more of like a sense of humor. Anyways, keep on going, keep on going. Yeah, let's get. Hey, we got some more stuff right here when it comes to um, full circle. Some cool images right here of Zach signing. Uh, Zach signing, of course, these statues right here, putting his signature on it. So that's pretty cool on that first night. Uh-huh. We got a new flag. We got some uh, from Mr. Dustin Ma- Macy, Massey, if I'm saying his name right. We got right here the three heroes of the movie, and that's cool. We got, uh, I mean, I forgot that he said this, but uh, during uh, the time with Zach, he did mention about the phallic, the, the phallic symbolic you know the penises and whatever the hell but he i, I love how steven he clipped out this right here we're gonna get caught in these phalluses yeah i almost wanted to bring that up when you know he was talking about something you know it's kind of funny because during the krypton scene especially when you saw like uh you know the little ships the little things that look like little penises that were like floated up it's you know to to try to do the whole phantom zone thing i almost wanted to be like hey man there's a bunch of dicks right there what's going on with that i almost said it if i had another drink i might have uh, had the courage to say that but i'm actually glad i didn't but i forgot that he actually said that it's so funny <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious Oh, this is funny, too, because no matter no matter what's going on with Ben Affleck's relationships, he has a strong relationship with Duncan. So good on Mr. Lobo for posting that right there. Pretty cool. Got some cool gifts and whatnot right there. Uh, Yes. I don't know if you guys noticed. And thank you, DJ, for another another two dollar super chat. Got that AFSP donation uh, Joker statue giveaway by by Zack Snyder. You got to love that. But uh, yes, guys, I uh, did update my banner. I've been obviously wanting to update the banner for so long. And I finally figured out, oh, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. So there's my new banner. I don't know if you guys saw that. I also updated the banner on my Twitter. That just basically just shows like, yeah, subscribe. Um, if you guys know, if, I don't know if anybody, does anybody know exactly what what movie poster I used for the background? Because, you know, I was like, I want to have some kind of movie thing in the background. And I, it took me a little bit, but I found the poster that I wanted to use for the background. But, yes, it shows, of course, the different streams right here. So it's pretty cool. Um, you know, had some fun with it. But, yeah, if you guys didn't know, it's not Back to the Future. I used the Back to the Future font. I used the uh, Back to the Future font for this right here. For sure, for daily, you know, all that stuff. But no, the poster is actually, uh, it's Interstellar. Interstellar. Masterpiece. Come on, Interstellar right there. All right, and uh, keep going, keep going. Uh, this, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, this video right here um, came across the timeline. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this, but my God, it said two days before the breakup. So there's no way that this is real. No, because the the ending here. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and mute this. But, yeah, they talk about this. They broke up and whatever the hell they, the day they broke up and blah, blah, blah. There's no way. Uh, there's no way this is real. No way. One week after, blah, blah, blah. I just I, I can't I can't accept that this is real. It's it's but it's hilarious, though, the ending of all this. So a couple months, whatever the hell, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then back and then all of a sudden she f- figures out she's pregnant. Uh oh. Uh oh. And then she's all oh, we got back together now because pregnant. Oh, OK. And they're way too young. And that. <laughs> Come on. There's no way that this is real. No way. No, no way that this is real, but it's fucking hilarious. Come on. It's hilarious. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's freaking. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, and I, and I love the responses we're getting right there, but I mean, it's just, <laughs> you think it's definitely real? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems too, too, a perfect twist right there. Just a perfect twist. To just be like, oh, yeah, then the baby's born. We had a girl, and the baby is black. Come on. Come on. There's no, no, no. You know, because because even, you know, because obviously she's white, so I'm thinking, like, you know, maybe the the baby would have had a little bit more lighter skin, too, if it was actually true, you know, that mix. But it was just, there's no way. I, I don't think it's real, but I think, but kudos to... These two for making this video because I was not expecting that ending. Not expecting that ending at all. But what a freaking twist. Thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whoo. Good stuff. And hey, do you want to smell like the flash? Well, apparently at Walmart. I don't know if this is at Walmart or wherever the hell this is at. Warehouse prices. I don't know. Maybe not Walmart. But apparently they have cologne where you can smell like the flash or Batman. I don't know. But apparently that's a thing. Yeesh. That's a thing. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Uh, James Gunn keeps on continuing to uh, post some behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, let's face it. I will say this. I mean, regardless of how you feel about James Gunn, but it seems like his sets with the actors are always fun and always a good time. I'm not saying that they're always like that. I'm sure there's times where it's stressful and everything like that, but it seems like they have a good time. So, you know, when it comes to Superman Legacy, I think we can expect some behind-the-scenes Stuff like this where we have Karen Gillan on top of, you know, obviously we know if you watch the movie, you know that she's writing like a big monster. But I love the fact that we have this and we see how the you see how the sausage is made right there. So pretty funny. Uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter posted this right here. Man, we're still very much worried about Jamie Foxx and what's going to be happening with him. And hopefully we don't get that news that he ends up, you know, passing away from whatever the hell is happening after the stroke. But she posted this right here. Update from the family. Sad to see how the media runs wild. My dad has been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating. In fact, he was playing pickleball yesterday. Thanks for everyone's prayers and support. We have an exciting work announcement coming next week, too. So you got, you know, the media sucks. They want the clicks, so they're going to go doom and gloom. And they did. And sadly, I did talk about it on Wednesday's Film Junkie Live last week. 
And the fact that, you know, saying that uh, the media said Jamie Foxx's loved ones reportedly preparing for the worst. So, but I, I like the fact that his daughter flat out was like, hey, things are okay. It's looking up, still recuperating. We're good. So you just can't trust those accounts, man. Just can't trust those. And then uh, hopefully you guys checked out the Vodka stream. This is pretty cool right here at Boone tweeted out this video that was interesting interesting right there and then of course we have all that we got phil cho now going into the the clooney bat suit which again clooney bat suit not that bad not that bad clooney bat suit was one color all the way even the the bat the bat logo the oval on the chest didn't have the yellow in it but it had like a 3d like not a bad costume but just a terrible 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 movie and speaking of costumes, look at that. Oh, there he is. We got a new image right here from Entertainment Weekly of Barry Allen in the Batcave wearing the suit. Not exactly. I'm kind of wondering what he's what, he, what is he doing right there? I mean, is he like reciting like a Shakespeare play or something? I don't know what he what exactly is going on right there, but uh, I dig it. But I mean, I, I love how the flash emblem is like completely lit up. The Flash costume looks great right here. The physical fat Flash costume right there. And I know he's got, like, something. I know, like, from what we've seen before, when we've seen the Flash costume displayed, that there's something, like, you know, something that he has on his wrist right there. So, but it's a cool, uh, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool little uh, image right here. I love it. I absolutely love it. But I'm kind of wondering, like, why? why? Why is he posed like that? Should be interesting to find that out. But yeah, you can see the screens behind that definitely is in Michael Keaton's Bat Cave. So, should be cool. I can't wait to see why he's holding his arm out like that. Artwork by uh, Daryl Bevan. Bevan? Bevan? Got Adam West Batman right there. Henry Cavill in negotiations to star in Danny Boyle's sci fi film The Oasis. So, yes. As we talk about more Superman, Henry Cavill continues to get more roles because, you know, the old regime at Warner Brothers didn't realize this guy's value was going to go up, up and up and up and up. And they didn't want to give him a Superman movie. What the fuck? Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. I like I like, I like this poster right here. We got a Gardens of the Galaxy poster that's in the vein, of course, of uh, Return of the Jedi. I like that. Pretty sweet. Oh, man. Talk about the heartstrings. My God. Did you guys see this TV spot right here that shows, you know, Barry, Mom, Barry, you know, kind of just really. Obviously, we had Mother's Day over the weekend and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, of course. You know, um, had a fun time yesterday. I had a, a day of seeing a bunch of family and uh, having some good times, of course, celebrating uh, the moms in our lives. But, yeah, this uh, this little spot right here, boy, does it really just pull on those heartstrings and i was like oh boy this movie is definitely going to tug at those mom heartstrings and uh people who have uh seen it look at that right there that's pretty sweet too people who have seen it go yes it absolutely does so cannot wait for that cannot wait for that we got a shot right here this is chris pratt looking at his dummy passed out drunken body creepy <laughs> That's got to be a little trippy to see that. Yeesh. 
They did a good job, though. They really did a good job, but yeah. Look at how detailed that looks. It's insane. So, yeah. Chris Pratt and dummy Chris Pratt. And then you got Sasha Kaye right there enjoying the toys of the Flash right here. This is an adorable video as well. She's having fun with her uh, Barbie doll right there. Look at how much fun she's having. Oh, it's adorable. Adorable. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. More Rebel Moon stuff right there. Cool. We got a bunch of Batman. The Batman figurines right there. The McFarlands, which I got to get. I got to get the new Batman. I, I got to get the new Batman McFarlands for sure. I really got to do that. That's pretty cool stuff right there. Dustin Macy right there doing a uh, Dark Side and Superman art. Pretty cool. I really like this uh, Matrix poster right here. I really want this. Royal Stun. I That's a freaking awesome poster right there. I mean, they're all pretty awesome. He posted these posters right here, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at these. Even Prince of Thieves. Oh, and then a Spidey poster as well. I'm like, yeah, please. What? <laughs> Well, okay, so last week when it came to The Flash and the Flash praise out there from people in the industry, in, in the entertainment industry, talking about it. Last week we had Al Roker. That's right. Weatherman, national weatherman Al Roker said he loved The Flash. Now we have Will Smith's kid. We got Jaden Smith, who saw the movie over the weekend and apparently, um, best movie ever. That's right. Jaden Smith <laughs> thought it was the best movie ever. And then he also tweeted, I don't have the tweet, I don't know if I retweeted it, but he also said the movie changed his life. I mean, obviously it's Jaden Smith. He's a little bit of a, you know, firecracker, a little bit of a something. But uh, it was just kind of funny how like, oh, okay, he just decided to, he saw The Flash and he thought it was like one of the best. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, man. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it's just, I, I love it. I absolutely love it because it's like, when it comes to the marketing for The Flash, I think they're doing a relatively good job. But, hey, you know, you really got to, like, you know, start implementing, like, hey, when it comes to promoting this, it's like, hey, Al Roker says he loved it. Jaden Smith said best movie ever. I mean, why not? Now, of course, some some of the naysayers would be like, oh, they're paid to say that. I don't think that that's the case. I think it's naturally like, hey, they're doing that. So I'm just loving the fact that there's people that are just continually praising the absolute shit out of the flash. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And, uh, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if Will Smith also saw that? I mean, I know he's still laying low because whatever. But what if Will Smith even, if Will Smith actually were to, like really whoa that would be absolutely insane so and then it's pretty cool hey the old hollywood sign right there hollywood land cool this is pretty cool right here it looks like this i love this shit i love seeing this shit because it looks like this boat is just floating because that water is so clear and so clean Nature is awesome. Nature is awesome. And then, of course, we'll be talking about that. We've got to restore the Snyderverse uh, Nightmare, Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2 poster right here that I thought was pretty awesome. 
Hey, we got me as uh, Keaton Batman right there from Fear Jason. Thank you for doing that. We got more behind the scenes, you know, and I love seeing this kind of stuff because obviously this is, um, you know, that scene, the best scene of the fucking whole movie right there being shown. So that's cool. We got some Batmobile. We got Keaton Batmobile right here from Nuno Cernadas. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's pretty cool art like that. Continue, continue. This is pretty funny. Thanks uh, for the dinner, Taco Bell, and Taco Bell answered. You're welcome, Timothy. What did you get? Diarrhea. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Keanu Reeves set to star in an action thriller, The Pursuit, with director Chad... Uh, Stahelski, so another awesome action movie that stars Keanu Reeves. I'm all here for it, 100%. Love it. More Batman art, more stuff. Batman art, Batman art. Of course, talking about what we're going to be talking about. Oh, this is interesting right here. According to Entertainment Weekly, Christopher Nolan used real scientists as extras in Oppenheimer. Love that. Christopher Nolan, keeping it real. Let's get some real scientists to be extras in this movie. Why not? Why not? Of course, we'll talk about that. Uh-oh, we getting some Funko Pops from Rebel Moon? You better freaking believe it. Introducing the next wave of pop movies, Rebel Moon. Oh, can't wait for these. Six Rebel Moon Funko Pops are set to be unveiled with the release of the movie. This marks a first for Zack Snyder's Netflix content. He didn't get any. He didn't get any. For Army of the Dead. Didn't get any. I mean, obviously, when Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, got all those, all those, all those Funko Pops. But yes, we're going to be getting some Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon Funko Pops. So you better believe I'm going to be collecting those. Gonna collect those 100%. And then, yes, guys, it was uh, Mother's Day yesterday, so I posted, uh, you know, Happy Mother's Day to Mama Film Junkie. I don't think she's in the chat today. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, love my mom. Love the support that she's uh, always given me when it comes to this kind of stuff, which I'm glad she was included when it came to, when it came to, um, uh, the the full circle weekend and everything. So here's a picture of us right there. Pretty cool. And then, of course, I dropped the image that, oh, yeah, there's her with Zach. She got to meet Zach. But, yes, it was great spending time with her yesterday, drinking some champagne and just having a good time. There she is. Love you, Mom. Love you. You know, and, and then even on Mother's Day, she wanted to cook a prime rib. You know, it's like I felt felt kind of bad. I was like, we should bring food to you. But she cooked a prime rib. Of course, you know, there was other things that was was brought and everything. But at the same time, it was like, uh, Mom, next time we're just going to treat you. We'll we'll cook. You know, we should have cooked. But she wanted she had a prime rib in there for everybody. And it was absolutely delicious. So it was absolutely delicious. But uh, we had a good time yesterday. So posted that right there. Love you, too. Love you, too. And then, of course, uh, hopefully you guys uh, checked out the um, discussion last night at the, the Fanimated stream, the Lost episode. The Lost episode for Batman. Yeah, next year, next year you're not cooking a prime rib. If anything, we're cooking a prime rib. But I know you wanted, you had the prime rib. You wanted to cook, you, want, you know, it was just in the freezer. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Love you. How quick is this? My God, 
Hellboy, the Cricket Man, wraps principal photography after just weeks of filming. That's right. So, I mean, this movie just went super quick. I mean, I don't know if, who's confident in another Hellboy movie, but apparently when it comes to this Hellboy movie, it was shot pretty damn quick, which that could be good. Could be a good thing. I don't know. But I think like if you open up the article, it's like just over 30, 30 days that it took for them to film this movie. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, what are we going to get unveiled? Um, you know, what, what's he going to look like? Because, you know, the David Harbour Hellboy, the look looked really good. He looked really good as Hellboy. It's just you could tell that the studio fucked with it way too much as studios do with these movies and uh you know it was a movie that had some really strong elements to it but most of it was just kind of dog shit and just kind of eh. so but yeah when it comes to the new one that got filmed recently and seemed like it was announced not even too long ago but apparently they were like go 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 probably a small budget smart but kind of curious to see like all right are we going to get our first look at uh, what I, I forgot what what the, the actor's name that's actually playing Hellboy? But yeah, but yeah, they filmed that pretty damn quickly. So yeesh, should be interesting to see when we get a first look at that. It's a pretty cool gif right there of Darkseid doing those Omega beams right there. Uh oh, Archer fans! Last season of Archer premieres. Uh, I guess August was it August 30th. So uh, the last season of of Archer, which uh, I haven't watched everything, but every season. But I really do enjoy that show. It's a funny show. And this is, of course, really cool. I love I love this right here. Uh, Mr. Boom Bork Boom Borks makes these little like uh, animations right here when it comes to fight scenes, Snyderverse stuff. Pretty damn cool. Really like that. Simon Pegg says he does not ask. Tom Cruise about anything related to his personal beliefs because that would be me abusing my privileged access that I get to him. Well, yeah, and and not to mention that Scientologists will probably, you know, probably kick you off the movie if you were to ask anything about Scientology. They probably, you know, a bunch of, you know, some a bunch of big dudes who probably show up in glasses and black suits and just take you off set. That's probably another reason why that Simon Pegg doesn't want to say anything about that. Because, I mean, let's face it, when it comes to any of the other religions, I think people openly talk about that. But when it comes to Scientology, hush, hush, do not say anything, especially in front of Tom Cruise. But at, but at the same time, I'm actually glad that when Tom Cruise is on a movie set and wants to make a really great movie, he's not bringing any of, any of that. We all have a love for Tom Cruise, maybe not all of us, but at the same time, I just kind of think like, yeah, the Scientology thing, and you hear about all the bad stories when it comes to that, you kind of go, yep, don't mention that, but at least like when it comes to movies, when it comes to the audience, he really wants to just bring the best product, so understandable, leave it out. I wish pretty much when it came to religion, politics, with everything else, everybody else would do that too. <laughs> Let's do that too. Unless, you know, you have a similarity when it comes to certain things, sure. But, yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Of course, we'll talk about that. Hey, eight years ago, Mad Max Fury Road came out, so that's cool. So, 
Um, and then, of course, uh, on the 17th, so on Wednesday, Warner Brothers Discovery, ad sales, get ready. Only two days until WBD's Upfront event kicks off. Be sure to follow along on Wednesday, May 17th, for live updates and the latest news from our brand. So we'll be talking about this on Wednesday's Film Junkie Live. We'll see what happens there. And then don't forget that Zack Snyder's still working on Twilight of the Gods. And apparently, according to recent stuff, update in a new press release, the studio, which is Xylem, if I'm saying that right, Xylem Animation stated that the animated series Twilight of the Gods will soon be available on Netflix. So maybe this year, maybe this year we'll get some more Zack Snyder content. Hopefully. We got James Gunn thanking people for, of course, we'll be talking about that. Phil, Phil Cho doing some more Batman art. This is pretty amazing right here. This guy right here. Look at this guy. This guy is literally Neo right here in real life. I don't know what's happening here. I'm like, the, he really is. Like, how do you, what the hell? I don't know what's going on here. But, yeah, this guy is definitely full on Neo doing, like, some crazy Crazy shit right here, dodging things, and then of course the ring stuff is just what the hell? Look at that. Skills, skills, and then of course we have a new poster for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Gotta love that. Look at this. Oh, Japan, Japan. Thank you, thank you, Japan, for uh, definitely uh, giving it, th- giving us this. And uh, you know, Japan, I just want to, you know. Yes. Good job, Japan. Absolutely loving this. Because uh, to promote The Flash in Japan, Warner Brothers will release, well, Warner Brothers Japan, I should say, uh, will uh, release for free five DC films on Warner Brothers' local YouTube channel to prepare for local audiences. And who do the, in what movie are they starting off with? Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's right. We got to love that. And I love how fans out there, a lot of people out there are saying like, hey, here we go. They know. They know. That Zack Snyder's Justice League is canon. Not Justice League, but Zack Snyder's Justice League. Of course, still fans out there that will say, no, it's not. I don't know why, but, you know, the hate is always running strong through fandom. It's just the way it is. But yes, so Zack Snyder's Justice League going to be shown on Japan's Warner Brothers YouTube channel so they can watch it to prepare for the flash and then of course you can move your way backwards apparently this is the approach that they're taking because then you can watch Batman vs Superman then Man of Steel then Batman Returns and then Batman 89 but I just I, I, I love the fact that Zack Snyder's Justice League is right there and it's the first thing it's first it's first gotta love that I'm just saying I'm just saying I mean of course when we finally watch the flash We'll get a sense of, like, is it fully canon or not? I think it's, I don't think it's going to be, like, uh, there There are some fans that just want it to be directly, like, you better mention this, you better mention that, you better, I'm just, like, going, all right, if if, if we have just some connection, a little bit of connect, connective tissue, I'm going to be okay with that. And I think there is, because Man of Steel, my God, Zod, come on. <coughs> Sorry. Still got a little bit of a cough. Good on Japan. WB Japan. Good on them. Of course, we'll talk about all these images that showed up. Speaking of Batman 89, man, look at that. 
Look at that marquee right there. Back uh, June 23rd, 1989. Look at that marquee. You got to love that. You also got to love this, too. Anybody who's seen uh, La La Land? A little behind the scenes of this shot right here. And I love it because that's Damon Chazelle right there touching the cameraman, tapping his shoulder anytime he wants him to just, you know, do that. Which is just a really awesome scene, of course. We got Ryan Gosling playing the piano and Emma, uh, Emma Stone um, dancing, of course. Great movie. You should watch it again. Michael J. Fox, of course, he has this new documentary coming out, and I know there was like a delay on the premiere or whatever the hell because of the writer's strike, but of course he's been doing interviews, and uh, you know, it, it does get hard to watch the interviews because he's still very, very much struggling with his Parkinson's while he's talking, but he does say that he doesn't think that Back to the Future needs rebooting because are you going to clarify something? You're going to find a better way to tell the story? I doubt it. Do what you want. It's your movie. I got paid already. I love that. Good, good on, good on Michael Keaton right there. But uh, you know, he's definitely right. It doesn't need to be rebooted. It doesn't need to be rebooted. Will it happen one of these days? Might. Who knows? Um, but hopefully it doesn't. It's just one of those movies that you don't want to see rebooted. And uh, I like what he had to say right there, so that's pretty cool. All right, keep going. Got some beautiful stuff right there. We got art right there of Christian Bale's Batman. This is hilarious right here. You got dogs posing. I mean, it's always funny. You got dogs posing. You got a dog's asshole right there. I mean, come on. They're like humans. They're like humans. And look at this. This just came out before, just like right after I posted the stream right here. It says, a shareholder is suing Bob Chepak, uh, Chepak, along with former executive Kareem Daniel, current CFO Christine McCarthy, and the company itself alleging violations of securities law for misleading statements about Disney Plus and the health of the streaming business. What have I been telling you guys? What I what have I been telling you guys about this stuff? Okay? Yes. They f- they fudge the numbers. They always do. We don't know. You can't tell. When it comes to box office, you can tell because box office is a completely different thing. You can't really fudge those numbers even though probably it has happened, who knows. But when it comes to streaming, are you really going to take these companies' words for it? No. You're not going to take their word for it. They're going to obviously fluff the numbers. They're going to freaking, you know, fluff them up. Disney's doing it. Warner Brothers is doing it. Paramount's doing it. They're all doing it. Because they want you to subscribe. And they're like, how is anybody going to figure this out? But yeah, but look what's going to be happening now. You got people that are going to be suing people. Misleading statements about Disney+. Plus. Yes. Netflix going through that same shit, too. They fluff the numbers. They all do it. It's not just one. It's all of them. I just It's always funny because, uh, you know, depending, depending on which streaming service you like the most or whatever company you love the most, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to point the finger at the other people doing that. It's like, no, that's not how it works. <sighs> it's just funny. But, yeah, Disney in some shit. Gotta love that. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about casting when it comes to Superman Legacy. But I wanted to bring this up right here because a lot of people did, in fact, fan cast Dave Batista because he's bald. Dave Batista as Lex Luthor. 
And he came out and said, no, he hasn't talked to James Gunn about being Lex Luthor. If anything, I'd want, I'd want, I'd want him to be Hugo Strange, to be honest. I think, I think that'd be interesting. Put on the glasses, have the beard, have Dave Bautista be Hugo Strange. But apparently there was a rumor, there were some things out there when it comes to Superman casting, castings, because apparently James Gunn was going to contact someone when it came to one of the roles and somebody from the Guardians of the Galaxy cast, he was going to contact this person. And apparently, according to what I saw on the timeline and whatever, it was, in fact, Bradley Cooper. Can you imagine a Bradley Cooper, Lex Luthor? You're going to shave off that beautiful hair? No! No, but I could totally see it. We've seen him as a bad guy before. We've seen him as a douchebag. I could see it. I could totally see a Bradley Cooper Lex Luthor. But apparently he turned it down, which I went, yes, that makes complete sense. That totally makes complete sense when it comes to that. Because when I think of Bradley Cooper, I think, okay, this is a talented individual who wants to act in not just the big blockbuster movies. He's not trying to be like, I, you know, let me get that, let me get that big role in the DC universe so it could help my career. No, his career is already very much great. It's already very much great. He's also a filmmaker himself. He's a director. He wants to make movies. Why would he want to be stranglehold to a big part in the DC universe for a decade? He's not going to want to do that. He's not going to do that. I know he did say that if James Gunn were to offer him a part in the DC universe, that he would gladly go over there with him because he loves James and loves working with him. But I was always going, it's not going to be a major part. There's no way, no way that Bradley Cooper would do a major part in the DCU because he wa- it wasn't even a major part when it came to the MCU. I mean, he just walked in and went into a booth for a couple of days, did Rocket Raccoon, you know, got handed a sack of cash and walked out. Easy. So that's why I think if Bradley Cooper does show up in the DCU, it's going to be a small role or it's going to be a voice role. That's what I think. Lex Luthor, that's a major role. That's a major role. So I could totally see him turning that down. And apparently, you know, Dave Batista hasn't had any conversations. Samuel Jackson for Black Lightning. Oh, okay. Sam Jackson, Hugo Strange. Hmm. He should be Harvey Dent. Eh, it's too major. I don't think, well, Harvey Dent, that's not bad. That's not bad. Cooper's going to be crypto. I I hope that I really hope they don't give a voice to crypto. I really hope they do not do that. Money talks, Dave. Yeah, but I just, but but I get that money talks, but you know, Bradley Cooper, I mean, how much did he make, you know, being rocket for like little work and just doing voice work, which I'm sure it was like, not that it's not like it's easy work. It's not fucking Vin Diesel just going, I'm Groot. And I'm like, Bradley Cooper actually had to act. <laughs> he actually had to put a lot of emotion and change, you know, and Vin Diesel just walked in, just, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Bradley Cooper, you know, actually had to act. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, did you guys see this? Oh, boy. We got a first clip from Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. Uh, they just—they might as well just have Jack Black 
Do you like the theme song of this? I mean, of Destiny. You guys know where I'm going with this. Tenacious D and the pick of Destiny. Um, but yeah, I watched this little clip right here. You know, you know, it's it it has of course the Indiana Jones vibe to it. You know, it's quick. It's 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 interesting what's going on here. But the, I don't know. Some of it kind of feels weird. I don't know if I'm just kind of like after um, Kingdom Crystal Skull. Or after Crystal Skull, I was just I'm just kind of over the franchise. I'm like, um, but you know, it's Indiana Jones. We'll see. But I mean, it's not a bad clip. But then, I don't know. It's just some of it felt a little weird to me. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I don't know the, the talking between the two characters. They, I, I just. I don't know. I, I think that's the part that bugged me the most because you have Indiana Jones and then, of course, his, I guess, his goddaughter or whatever the heck. They're, like, arguing as they're running away from people shooting at them and driving through, like, a little village. And I'm just kind of, that's the part that annoyed me, I think. Well, that's the part that felt weird to me. It's like, how are you guys arguing during this chase? Why are you doing that? And you guys are in two separate cars. It's a little weird. That's all. That's just my like quick review of that clip was like that whole trope of arguing while things are happening. And they're not even in, in the same little truck thing. I mean, eventually it happens. Obviously, he has to jump over to it, which, you know, it's pretty cool. Like right here, you just got to, whoa, that's pretty cool. I, I thought that was cool, but I don't know. It just seemed a, a little it just seemed a little weird to me. It just seemed a little weird to me with the whole like, oh, let's argue. Let's do the whole argument thing and blah, blah, blah. You know, while some crazy shit's happening, so. And I'm just like, mm, I didn't like that aspect of it. That's just me, though. All right, anyways, let's get to the main topics here, huh? Let's start talking about some Superman legacy casting. Because obviously, you know, this happened over the weekend. It happened on Saturday. We talked about it on the Patreon stream. Um, I did a little short video talking about, like, the short list, the contenders, and all that stuff. And it was kind of funny, too. Did you guys see? Did you guys see, you know? two different like bloggers kind of like going after each other a little bit you know you know we saw two two different people from two different websites kind of just like you know do a passive aggressive kind of like tweeting i thought that was kind of cool i was like look at that they do it too even those guys do it yeah look at them go they're doing a passive aggressive thing because you know terms terms when it comes to this stuff it's like contenders front runners and the biggest thing was talking about front runners because obviously this is all rumors we don't know how legit all this stuff is but i mean when you have james gunn and this is what i like and i love about james gunn and is the fact that he does i don't love everything when it comes to him just like coming out and saying things but naturally when it came to talking about uh when it came to talking about this article that came out so obviously he was like oh shit i better post something and uh he very much did let's see right here here's the uh here is the tweet right here from mr gun right here so he put for all of you asking i would never comment on who is or isn't auditioning auditioning for the role that's the actor's business only and it isn't something i'd make public unless they did it first after the fact like glenn howerton and zachary levi having auditioned for star lord and being top choices so yeah that's right both of those those two were top choices when it came to star lord that of course uh, chris pratt got he got that role. For now, only one person has been cast in Superman Legacy, and it isn't any of the regular players in the Superman world. And then, of course, everybody's like, wait a minute. 
you're doing that mermaid thing. Does that mean that vigilante is whatever? Oh. But, of course, everybody's going, like, who's been cast? And I'm like, probably his wife? I don't know. I mean, if she's coming back as hardcore, I mean, I would guess that she's probably going to be in it. I don't know. I'm just guessing that it does mean his wife. So, anyways, here's the article right here. Searching for Superman inside the quest to cast DC's new top hero. Exclusive! That's right. We've got an exclusive right here. The race to find Clark Kent and Lois Lane has been heating up as top contenders Nicholas Holt and David Corinsweat pull ahead. So that's what's happening when it comes to that. Now, Nicholas Holt, my God, losing out on Batman and possibly going to be losing out on Superman, that's got to damage the ego a little bit. Ah, I feel for this guy. But apparently, according to all this as well, he is also... A contender for Lex Luthor. Not just Superman, but Lex Luthor. So that's got to boost the ego up a little bit. The fact that it's like, oh, not only, not only am I possibly getting Superman, I could get Lex Luthor. That's good. Nothing wrong with that. I say there's nothing wrong with that. And I can actually see him as a good Lex Luthor. To be honest, not too bad. I think that's, um, obviously you see in the thumbnail that I have, he looks good bald. That's that's the first thing that you look at. How does the actor look bald? And I kind of I, I could see that because let's face it. I think everybody is uh, ready for uh, young Henry Cavill, Mr. Mr. Corn Sweat. Yeah, he just looks he looks the part. He definitely looks the part. <clears throat> so yeah, we got uh, both of those two. And I have yet to see anything when it comes to David Cornsweat. I know he was in Pearl and he's been in other things. So I just have yet to see him act in anything. It's like, okay. Um, then he, they even talk about Jacob Alordi. Alordi, the sought-after uh, star who broke out in the resident villain as a resident villain in the HBO series Euphoria, is another name that was that has surfaced for the role of Kent. But sources say he never submitted himself into the ring. I remember he also like deleted like a social media thing because he got dogpiled on by fans, not really fans, just uh, miserable assholes. British actors uh, Tom Brittany and Andrew Richardson. We're also in the early mix. So names, not big names, not names that you probably know of. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Because Henry Cavill was not a name before he got Superman. None of them were. Brandon Ruth, Dean Cain, Christopher Reeve. Who knew about those guys? You know, let the you know, let their performance and let this character parlay them into big time stardom. As for, of course, Lois Lane, the spunky reporter at Metropolis's Daily Planet News organization, contenders have been Emma Mackey, which a lot of people were like, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of mainly going for her. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Rachel. Uh, we got uh, let's see. We got Rachel Brosnahan, which she's in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I haven't watched that yet, but I've heard great things. And then we have a Bridgerton actress, Phoebe Dynaver, which I don't know. I'm not aware of her. But, of course, I'm aware of Samara Weaving. Obviously, she's been in uh, many things. She was just in Scream. so uh, But she's been in many things. And I was like, you know what? I would actually prefer her more than anyone else. More than anyone else. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. This was also something right here, too, when it came to somebody. I, I, I wanted to show this image right here. 
when it comes to James Gunn and answering Twitter and, of course, just kind of rallying up the fanboys out here, this one guy named Connor said, uh, I'm being 100% serious. If this happens in James Gunn's DCU, I will pull a Herzog and eat a fucking shoe. And this is when, uh, you know, Flash Knight right here said, when James Gunn gives us the moment as uh, as their first meeting, of course, you know, talking about how it ended, that whole animated series that's on YouTube, which is always hilarious when you have Batman and Superman at a diner sipping coffee and just talking about how things should have been when it comes to certain stories. James Gunn said, please tell me the specifics of what needs to be there to see you eat a shoe. And then Connor responds by saying, if Superman and Batman sit down across from each other in a diner and chat, I will eat one shoe. If they talk about how they would have solved each other's problems with ease, I will eat another shoe. If Batman interrupts Superman by saying, because I'm Batman, I will eat, I will add another shoe. So apparently this guy's going to eat a bunch of shoes if this happens. Okay, good to know. Back to you in a few years. That's pretty funny. Can you imagine, though, if you had that? I don't think that's actually going to happen. But there's not, you know, there could be a possibility of this new Superman and Batman talking in a sense of like, you know, reality like, which would be kind of cool. I mean, we didn't get much of that, sadly, with the, you know, with the Snyderverse. We got some back and forth. You could tell that, you know, and I always love that in BVS when you have, you know, Superman and Batman after fighting each other. And then, of course, mending and then. But then at the same time, they're still annoyed of each other. You could get that. And I just love that aspect of it because, you know, he's all, did you find the spear? And he goes, he just looks at him and goes, been kind of busy. Okay. Been kind of busy. You know, I saved your mom, saved your mom. And then I got the, you know, the, the, the doomsday creature. Yeah. I got him to follow me here so we can kill him. Okay. Dickhead. What have you been doing? Taking on Lex Luthor? Sure. But yeah. I am looking forward to some kind of dynamic, of course, when it comes to when it comes to Superman and Batman. But I don't think it's going to take place at a diner. I don't think uh, James Gunn's going to go that far to uh, to do that. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's like something. It would be kind of cool. I, I like a back and forth, like a one on one Superman, Batman talking to each other about things because they are going to be like, you know, the leaders of the Justice League kind of thing. So. I think that would be kind of funny, but it won't be anything. And then he's not going to be like, because I'm Batman. Not going to do that either. But so when it comes to, I did run some polls as I do. I run my polls because I like polls. Um, so let's see what the polls look like when it came to choosing. See what you guys uh, all had to say out there. I did, a, of course, a Twitter poll. And then I did a um, a YouTube poll when it came to, like, you know, these Act, actors and actresses that are going up for this, these contenders, as they call it, or these front runners or whatever the hell. All right, so we got that one. Hold on. Sorry. Let's see. Let me pull this up here. Find my, find the other ones. Find the Twitter ones right here, too. Sorry. Let me, I should have already had this up, but of course, you know, not prepared as I usually am not. Hold on. Let's see. Yep, that was yesterday. Come on. Where are you guys at? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. There we go. Found them. All right. So let's go to YouTube first. Let's go to YouTube and uh, let's see what we have right here. So, of course, naturally we have. Okay. 
So when I put it out right here on YouTube, um, we have what's who's your choice for Superman? We got 683 votes right here on YouTube. Nicholas Holt sadly only got seven percent. Uh, David Corswet, Corin Sweat got 54 percent. So more than half the people wanted him. I mean, let's face it, he does look like a young Cavill. And then I put someone else because we really didn't have anybody. It was mainly just those two. And then 39% said someone else. So not looking good for Nicholas Holt, at least with my audience. And then when it came to Lois Lane on YouTube, um, Emma Mackey got 31%. Samara Weaving, 46%, so almost half. And then Rachel uh, Brosnahan got uh, 20%. And then Phoebe Dynever, which, yeah. I don't think anybody really, a lot of people don't really know exactly who she is. But um, so, yeah, so there was that poll right there when it came to those, when it came to those two. And then it's not, you know, I mean, it's kind of almost, eh, it's a little bit different when it comes to the Twitter polls. Corin Sweat got 52.5%, 38.1% for uh, somebody else, 9.3% when it comes to Nicholas Holt. That was 472 votes right there. When it came to Lois Lane, Emma Mackey and Samara Weaving, very, very, very close right there. Very close. 32.8, 32.4. And then Rachel Brosnahan got uh, 28.9%. Phoebe uh, Dynever, I don't. I think nobody just knows who the hell she actually is. So people are like, what? I'm not going to vote for her. She was in what? Bridgerton? I don't even know what the hell that is. So, yeah. So there was that whole thing. But So there you go. It seems like uh, when it comes to when it comes to Lois Lane, it seems like Samara Weaving and Emma Mackey, according to at least the people who follow me, they're very much... Um, all about either Samara Weaving or Emma Mackey. And then when it comes to Mr. Corin Sweat, everybody just, yeah, everybody just wants him. He looks like, he does look like Superman. I mean, you've seen him, you, you know, it's just, he, you just see kind of Superman and not to mention you see like a, a young Cavill. Hold on a sec. And then I wanted to bring up this right here too. Um, when it, when it came to, when it comes to Rachel Brosnahan, she was on The View today and it was brought up it was brought up today so this is what she had to say about being on the uh, short list when it comes to lois lane uh, some news broke over the weekend that's also exciting that you are one of the front runners to play lois lane oh, in the upcoming put her on the so, spot uh, i know you can't confirm or deny but congratulations sure you talk <laughs> but um how would it be to play that part for you I mean, look, it, take everything you read on the internet with a grain of salt <laughs> is my first piece of advice. But look, I, it would be it would be extraordinary. I, I grew up watching Lois Lane, this incredibly talented... Uh, some news broke over the weekend. That's also so there you exciting. go. That's what she had to say about that. She got that reaction. So that's pretty cool. But I'll put her on the spot. Why don't you? Jeez. One of the front runners. Put her right on the spot right there. But, and then there was like a video. Let me see if I can find. Oh yeah, here's a video right here of uh, Mr. Corn Sweat actually talking. This is uh, David Corn Sweat talking about Superman. And then of course, you know something he says right here might be like you know some of us kind of go, oh okay, hold on a sec there. You know, when it comes to the theme of Superman. But you know, this is what he has to say right here. The other superpower I would have would be to have John Williams' music play wherever I want. Ah, oh, John Definitely. Williams. That's probably worth it. I really get a lot just. The other superpower I would have. I know, I know. I, that's always a touchy subject, guys. Always a touchy subject because they always try to, you know, do the nostalgia thing. Uh, it's already been done 
twice with Cavill, you know, when they tried to do the nostalgia John Williams score for him in Justice League. And then, of course, they you kind of hear it when it came to the Black Adam cameo. But, uh, you know, but at the same time, it's like, no, no, no. I th- I, I'm, I, I'm pretty confident that James Gunn will be like, all right, we have to have a new theme for Superman. We can't just go with John Williams. It could sound like John Williams, sure, but it has to be something new. But the fact of the matter is of, you know, Mr. Corn Sweater right here just saying that, it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. So we'll see. It just, seems like, uh, it just seems like he is the guy that everybody's kind of just going like, yeah, let's get him and Instead of uh, Mr. Nicholas Holt. Poor guy. Maybe he'll get Luthor, though. You know what's kind of funny? Somebody actually brought up something, too, on the timeline. They said, like, wouldn't it be awesome if Nicholas Holt played both Superman and Lex Luthor? Did, did like, a Mike Myers, Dr. Evil, and Austin Powers thing. And I went, you know what? I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that idea. Yes, it's gimmicky as Fuck! But at the same time, can you imagine the marketing for that? If you had the same actor playing Superman and Lex Luthor. And we probably know that Lex Luthor is not the main baddie in this movie. But just imagine that. I mean, they're not going to do it. I just thought, like, man, can you imagine, though? Like, they, that could be marketable. It's a marketable idea, but then at the same time, it's like, no, we got to take this seriously. We can't really do that. But at the same time, if you were to pull off both performances perfectly, that would be pretty amazing if that were the case. But definitely not going to happen. But I just thought that was interesting when I saw that tweet because I went, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That would be something very different, very just like, wow, be amazing. Anyways. All right. Now to the flash. We got some images, bunch of images when it comes to the Flash. I mean, there's all kinds of things that were happening over the weekend when it comes to all this stuff. I mean, obviously we had the uh, the mom and they did hashtag moms or superheroes. Um, we basically, I mean, like I'm just gonna be pulling up the page for uh, Flash film news because obviously that's <laughs> what they cover. So first off, there she is. That's right. We get some. Iris West. A lot of people are thinking that she was going to be cut out of the movie. Nope. There she very much is. This is a pretty cool little, um, you know, little TV spot. You got some humor involved. We got some, uh, you know, Rush some, asks to see her. you know, we got some Barry trying to like clean up his, uh, notice blue lightning too, folks. Notice blue lightning. Remember we were talking about that blue lightning. Yeah. Well, I think we can kind of figure out that when it comes to the color of the lightning, it's when he's wearing the suit. Right. I think like, we all kind of got to that conclusion that when he's wearing the suit and how the suit is made and, and it'll probably be explained to us that, yeah, he wears the suit. The lightning will be yellow. But when he's not wearing the suit, it is blue, as you can see right there. It's pretty cool. And then, of course, we have this sequence right here where, you know, he cleaned up. And then we, of course, you know, it's a trope that you've seen many times in sitcoms. Sure. But it's pretty funny because right when he leans... Everything falls right out. Can I offer you a drink? Sure. Yeah. Funny. I like it. It's Barry Allen. Okay. I actually laughed. I chuckled. I did chuckle. I did chuckle. And 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 then according to uh, you know the Flash, there's actually an Easter egg. Pennywise the clown 
is dance. You know, there's like a dancing clown. Apparently, it's Pennywise, and we all know that Annie Muschietti, of course, did the It movies. So, pretty sweet. We got some more image. We got some more footage right there. There they are. We got another TV spot. So many TV spots. So much footage. We got Supergirl kicking ass right there. Just so many things that came out. We got this new image right here, of course, of Keaton's Batman in the Batwing. We kind of already. We kind of saw a concept art when it came to that. So, but uh, we got uh, we got both berries right there. In the, the Batwing. This is a better shot of Barry, of course, in the Speed Force. The other one didn't look as good. This one looks better for sure, so I'm loving that. We got the Muschietti's right here in Barry's apartment, all the screens. I mean, that's what I want one of these days. I want that many screens for my computer. I want my setup to have that. Maybe not that many. I don't know if I need that many screens, but that's a cool shot of the Muschietti's right there. We got uh, Muschietti looking at the top of the, the flash cowl right there with Ezra. So that's pretty sweet. And then, of course, talking to Ezra again, I love the fact that Muschietti has he has, he has a camera around his neck. He's just taking pictures. An icon, too. Zach, you got to talk to, talk, to, talk to Andy. Talk to Andy. I'm sure, I mean, they probably talked a little bit, but, you know, a little bit more. And then, of course, we have uh, we have Patty and we have Albert right here. We heard about this casting. They're probably not going to be in it that much, but a couple of characters that are uh, going to also be in The Flash. So we got them. And then, of course, we have this full-on shot right here. We saw this behind this. We saw these behind-the-scenes images right here when it came to The Flash. We saw the behind-the-scenes images like a while ago, but here's a uh, you know really clear shots of uh, you know we got Barry and then of course and then look at this the goat the goat there he is the silver fox Batcave got Barry sitting down of course at the computer looking at all this and of course looking at what looks like the uh, the world changing machine obviously but uh, we got I, I wonder what 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 is he holding. What is Bruce holding right there? I just want to know. What's what's he reading right there? What's got him concerned? Going to be interesting to see that in its full context in, in the uh, the scene. But, yeah, there there's, there he is right there. But, yeah, I mean, we saw this right here, remember? I mean, we've there it is. There it is. Concept. Concept to uh, what it's actually going to be looking like. So there you go. There you go. But, yeah, I would say when it comes to the footage, like when they, you know, did the uh, the mom TV spot, that one was just like, oh, man, that's what's going to pull out the heartstrings. That's what's going to pull out the heartstrings when it comes to when it comes to this movie. I already know I'm going to get choked up. I'm going to tear up. I'm probably going to. Yeah, God knows. But, uh, yeah, there's, uh, you know, just those images that got released. Pretty cool looking. I really like the Keaton one. Probably the best because it's a cool little shot. Batcave, computer monitors, berries in the background. Really digging that. So, man, I just can't wait. We got a month, guys. We got a month. I'm going to try to get an early access thing to it. We'll see if I we'll see if I get it. But I I really am trying to get like a press screening or something like that. I'm trying to I'm going to try my best when it comes to that at least. So fingers, toes, eyes, balls crossed. Don't cross your balls. That might hurt. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 doing well at the box office. Yeah, that's right. Suck it, haters. The people who don't want who wanted this movie to fail and thought this movie was going to suffer the same ordeal as the other Marvel movies that saw like a 70% plus drop when it came to its second weekend. Not Guardians of the Galaxy. I had a feeling that good word of mouth was going to help this movie. Um, and it definitely has because it only saw a 47.6% drop 
from last week into this week. And now, now obviously, no competition. There was really no competition when it came to this week. You had Ben Affleck's hypnotic movie, which sadly is just... I'm not, I haven't been hearing good things. I'll watch it when it comes out on streaming. I still want to see what it's all about. Still Robert Rodriguez, still Ben Affleck. I'll still check it out. But, uh, yeah, there was just, like, no real competition when it came to it. So, And then, of course, with the good word of mouth, yes, 47.6% drop, which is really good when it comes to these movies right here. So here's the box office mojo right there. As you can see, 476 when it came to the droppage right there. And then, of course, it has exceeded... Half a billion dollars. Now, I'm kind of wondering where it's going to end up. Is it going to end up in the $700 million range? Could it have enough legs to reach $800 million? I don't know. But right now, it sits pretty at pretty much $531 million right there. So it definitely has the legs and the good word of mouth. I think some things go against it a little bit because it does get heavy when it comes to the the, the darkness the dark scenes that has to do with Rocket's origin story, which is like, you know, again, it's like, it can, <laughs> they're CGI. They're CGI animals, Dave. That bunny right there with the, the robotic spider legs and the thing over, yeah, it's not real. It's not real, okay? <laughs> He's so adorable. No, but uh, I think that, you know, has a little bit, that, that could go against it, but at the same time, Again, no competition this last week. Now, this week, it's got major competition, which, of course, is Fast X. Fast X coming out this week. So it's going to have, obviously, that's going to win the box office, no doubt about it. But I'm just kind of wondering. I'm like, all right, does it, does it, I, it might, I don't know if it's going to make it to the 700 million range. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. But it just seems like it does have good word of mouth and people are praising the shit out of it. So. And I've been seeing a lot of people saying they went out to go see it again, see it again, see it again. So, you know, it definitely does have the legs. It does have some legs. But we'll see what happens this weekend, too. Let's see how it goes up against another blockbuster. That's that's going to be, uh, that's gonna be uh, uh, a test when it comes to that. But I'm glad that it's doing good because I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So, And speaking of Fast X, hey, boy. <laughs> like we didn't think this was going to happen. Did we not think this was going to happen? I mean, <laughs> uh, it's just kind of funny, though, because, of course, Scoopy Pants over at the rap was like, I need something. I need to put out something. Uh, I need to be, you know, I, I'm, this, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the ultimate scooper. I got to do. So then uh, what? He just saw, uh, did he see an early screening? Did he talk to somebody at an early screening and said, oh, yeah. Guess who's coming back? Guess who's back? Dwayne Johnson. Hobbs. I didn't I wasn't sure if he was gonna come back. I probably was like, nah, he's not gonna come back. They're just gonna end it without him. But then at the same time, you know, we've talked about it on the vodka stream. I think Steven brought it up for sure that it's like, what if this whole beef between Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson, what if it was all just to add like a real life element like a wrestling type element because obviously Dwayne Johnson comes from that world what if they have that element added to this with the whole beef and then Hobbs comes back and then maybe God knows is he like are they going to go against each other again I don't know what's going to be happening when it comes to Hobbs returning but you know that's also do I believe the beef between Diesel and Johnson was yes I believe that's real. I think they both have pretty inflated egos, for sure. Uh, Vin Diesel's probably bigger, you know. Let's face it. 
um, standing on those uh, Apple box crates to uh, be eye level with Dwayne Johnson. But I think it's absolutely. But I think they're both smart enough. They're both smart enough to realize, like, hey, let's you know, yeah, we don't like each other. We don't like each other. But let's utilize this beef as opposed to just it being us looking like like kids, like morons, just stupid beefs. Let's utilize that for the brands and for the Fast and Furious brand. And not to mention, Black Adam was not a success. He's not taking over the DC universe. So I have to come back into another franchise. <laughs> I, I hey, again, I, I always say I like I, I, I like Dwayne Johnson. I do. I mean, but recently it's just you, you've been kind of seeing like, huh, Dwayne, what are you doing here, bud? What are you doing? You know, so it's it has been interesting when it when it when uh, when it comes to Dwayne Johnson and what he's been you know doing and what he uh, what's happening with his brand and his career. Obviously, um, Mr. Justin DJ Muschietti keeps reminding me of Zod. There you go. Yeah, he kind of looks he does. The facial hair and everything, he does look like Zod. Uh, he does kind of look like Zod, you know, so I will see that. He does very much look like that. And thank you for the uh, $2 super chat. So so anyways, I don't think anybody's really shocked. I mean, I know it's kind of shitty that you have somebody that just kind of spoiled this for people. I mean, to me, it's not really a big deal because you guys, I've, I've said it so many times that I'm over this franchise. I'm still going to go watch Fast X because I love watching movies and I... I don't hate watch movies. I've said this also. I don't hate watch movies, even though I'm tired of this franchise. And I thought it should have just like went away. You know, when Paul Walker died, it should have just stopped with him. But I don't go and hate watch movies. I go and and be like, all right, I have super low expectations. Try to exceed it. I'll give you know, that's that's it. And I'll give you an honest opinion. You'll see my first reaction, and I might do a, a full review, too, when it comes to the end of this week, when it comes to Fast X, and talk about all that and talk about, apparently, you know, what's going to be happening. Is Eva Mendez going to come back? I mean, can we get her, please? Is Eva Mendez, is she coming back, too? Remember she got teased in one of the freaking sequels with Hobbs? She showed up walking in all, you know, sexy-like, just... Doing her like, you know, you know, walking in and can we finally have her back with Hobbs? That's the, that's the first thing I thought about is like, well, Mendez is coming back too, right? Please. She hasn't really acted in a while. What was the last movie that we saw her in? Perfect. Get her back. As, please have her work with Hobbs. I don't know. I just hope that she's back too. They already teased her. Bring her back. That would that would help raise the expectation bar, I would say, or at least for me. But, yeah, I don't think anybody's really shocked about all this. I'm not. I don't think you guys are. Yes, it's spoilery, but, hey, what can he do? Scoopy Pants. Scoopy Pants couldn't keep his pants on. <laughs> he was just like, ah, a guy, I haven't done a scoop in a while. I don't even know if he, what his scoops are even now. But he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, where was that at? Hold on. Let's show that, too, because, sadly, I got to show this. Um, Because not only was it revealed that Hobbs might be coming back, but um, let's see if I can find it here. Let's there it is. Okay, so 
We got this right here too, guys. Did you really think that we were just going to get two more movies, guys? Uh Uh-uh. Nah. Ain't going to happen. No, no, not. I can say this. Uh, Going into making this movie, the the studio had asked if this could be a two-parter. And after the studio saw this part one, they said, could you make Fast X, the finale, a trilogy? Oh, boy. So, um... It's three acts in any yeah, story. Yeah. So are you guys confirming right now that we're getting a third movie? Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Was this planned? Oh, am I doing a good job here? Oh, that was staged. That felt staged. Felt staged. But there you go. You know, you know what's going to happen? Like, when Fast 12 comes out, he's going to be on the red carpet. He's going to be like, yeah, we got, yeah, we always thought the franchise was going to, you know, just uh, reboot. We're going to reboot the franchise, and I'm going to star in the reboot. But, Vin, you can't star in the reboot. Why? How can you star in the reboots? You know, usually they do a different thing. They have different actors. Ah, I'll star in the reboot. Yeah, I'm going to be in Fast and Furious reboot. We're going to go back to one. I don't know. It's just like, eh. We're supposed to be getting another Riddick movie, right? I don't know. Aren't we supposed to get another Riddick movie? I like the Riddick movies. I don't mind uh, the Riddick movies at all. Going in- Shut up. Okay. But yeah, so there you go. Hobbs is back, and we're going to get a trilogy to end the Fast and Furious movies. Deep down, you're excited, Dave. I will say, I'm just, I'm curious to see where, how they end it. I will say that. I mean, if they have Vin Diesel on his knees and he's just like, it's all about family. (laughs) I don't know. I'm stupid. All right. Let's get to some questions. Let's get some questions. I didn't post it on YouTube, so I, uh, I have plenty of Twitter questions and comments, so we'll go through these right now. I think we're good. Nothing too bad in there. We should be good. All right, so let's get to some uh, let's get to some questions when it comes to to Twitter. All right, we got Mr. Axel Droga, Dave. Do you think the cause? Uh, do you think this comic that takes place after Returns will be canon in the Flash movie, even though the comic is uh, kind of disappointing? I don't know. Probably not. Comics are usually not too, but maybe they will. That'd be kind of cool. Brad, Brad Karen, um, the Japanese YouTube showing of Zack Snyder's Justice League in the lead up to The Flash is something I don't see the old regime ever doing. Correct. If nothing else, does that indicate that maybe the new regime might be amend, uh, amen, amenable to Zack Snyder's Justice League and IMAX? Hey, you could be onto something there. They might be. They might be. Or that they're generally not hostile to it like the old suits. They're generally not hostile to it because obviously when it came to the new regime, like specifically Pamela Abdi and uh, Michael DeLuca, they helped Zack put on the full circle event. They helped him. And Zack gave praise. Just go back to when Zack was on the Vodka stream a few weeks ago or just watch that clip. Emphasize the fact that he gave so much praise to the new regime and talked about, of course, DeLuca and Abdi doing that. So, hey... Could uh could be a possibility when it comes to that. Miss Jackson. Ooh. 
What's your prediction of the Flash opening weekend and then the final total after its theatrical run is complete? Huh. I think it'll have a solid. I'm hoping that worldwide, I'm thinking worldwide opening weekend, 350, 350 million, maybe even a little bit more than that. I'm going to think that it's going to have a pretty uh, decent opening, pretty good opening. I'm going to say about 350. Overall, I want it to make a billion, and it definitely has a chance to make a billion. I just don't know in this day and age. But I think it'll be 800s, 900 million. I don't know. I really want it to make a billion. I just don't know with the way things are nowadays. But I think it's going to be a pretty good success when it comes to that because Michael Keaton being back, just the, the Batman level of all this stuff, yeah. I think it's it definitely has that. But I think it's going to have like a 350 maybe even a $400 million worldwide opening. Domestically, maybe about 150 140 something like that. So I guess we'll see. But I really hope that it does make a billion. But, you know, nowadays it's just hard to predict that. Oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't talk about this. I meant to bring this up on last night's Fanimated stream. But, yeah, you get this, like, four-pack of figurines when it comes to Batman the Animated Series. I love how Bullock, you can actually have donuts for Bullock. His accessories are donuts. But, yeah, might have to get me one of these. Might have to get that. Mr. Eric Blake. Pull time. Riddle me this, folks. Which potential new announcement would you... Most want to hear first from Zack Snyder. Um, Let's see. Sucker Punch, Snyder Cut, uh, the graphic novel, animated series, his uh, Netflix project. Um, I would say the graphic novel. Animated series, okay. I I would, either one of those I would be okay with. I just think like, I think it would, if anything happens, it would be graphic novel, maybe, I don't know. Ah, Mr. Cohen Treo G. Dave, what would need to happen for WBD to let Zach finish and release the Green Lantern scene? Well, I, I, they, they would need to want to have money and to make that money back. I don't see that happening. I mean, I'm sure Zach would, would be cool to, like, you know, revisit that, but you would have to hire VFX writers. You'd have to... I don't think he actually wants to do that, to be honest, anymore. Maybe... I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't... Maybe he does. I don't know. But I just... I think it would it would take, like, yeah, it would take, like, kind of a miracle for that to happen. Or do you think it'll, it'll never see the light of day and it's full? I don't think... I, I just really don't. I think Zach was pretty satisfied of how the movie ended up being. Also, you mentioned uh, that during Full Circle, Zach, you and you spoke about stuff you can't talk about. Will you ever be able to? Eh, probably not. Well, unless it's revealed, like, what I was shown and talked about. Kevin, Batman fan, do you think Superman's death was more emotional in the beginning of Zack Snyder's Justice League than BVS due to Clark screaming repeatedly and seeing Batman feeling guilty emotionally? Nah, I think it still hits me harder at the end of BVS. I've been more emotional. I get what you're saying, though, but I get more emotional at the end of BVS. Kenny, Dave, I think this guy, David Sweat, is... Perfect for Superman Clark, Kent for Superman Legacy. He just has a look. He definitely does have the look. 
Cooper Knox, T-minus four days until Dwayne Johnson starts saying the hierarchy of the power of the Fast and Furious franchise is about to change. Yeah, yeah, people are making those jokes with the return. <laughs> you got to love it. Uh, Mr. Wooter, Dave, are you surprised at The Rock back in Fast and Furious 10? No, I thought he hates Vin Diesel. Yeah, but, you know, you got a brand and money. and it's, There's a lot of actors that hate each other. Maybe him and Vin Diesel squashed the beef. No, I think they turned the beef into something that would make for, you know, good entertainment and uh, make them a lot of money. And what do you expect and what do you expect Fast X box office? I watched Star Trek, the reboot movies, which uh, one was your favorite? I think the first one was my favorite when it came to the J.J. movies. When it comes to uh, Fast X box office, I mean, it's going to do, it'll probably do fairly well. I don't think it'll do as well as the last one. I think people have kind of checked out, but it's going to be interesting to see the reception of the new Fast movie. Mr. Nobody, hey Dave, I think we're going to see a lot of interesting and hopefully successful projects from DC, but I'm still not sure what kind of tone we should expect from the Gunverse. I think it's going to be definitely, it's just, I think it's going to be a good balance. I think it's, it's going to be a, I think I'm just hoping a good balance between Snyder and Donner when it comes to Superman. Get that middle, that middle. Get a little bit of both. I'm fine with both. Have some Donner. I mean, but even Sack had some Donner shit. Anyways, yeah, just get something right in the middle. How do you think Gunn and Saffron are going to control the tone across their films with different directors? I think they're going to let the directors do what they want to do. They're going to get to directors that they know are going to, you know, yeah. Matt Kempf, I'm sure you probably addressed this in the stream, but are you a fan of the color palette? Yeah, I'm actually okay with it. I'm actually okay with it. Uh, seeking a second question, what would you think about Ridley Scott or someone directing you guys? Yeah, Ridley Scott would be pretty perfect for that. Yeah, or like Peter Jackson. Uh, Darkness Under the Wind, Dave. Question one, with Iris finally shown in The Flash, do you think we will see her again in the movie, but it's a different version of her that we see after Flash resets the universe, creating the DCU? That could be something. Question two, how would you react if the Flash dies after resetting the universe? That'd be sad. It'd be pretty sad. Creating a DCU with a post-credit scene? Yeah. I mean, it might hit the emotional... One of the berries is going to die, right? (laughs) Question three, if the person who will play as Superman isn't one of the potential candidates that is rumored and it's someone else, who could you think? I don't know. See, I don't know. I'm kind of digging some of the the, the questions right there. And we got Bob Hope fan right here. Aw, we got a cat that is hugging a phone that has him and his owner, I'm guessing. That's, or just another cat on there. Really like the music. Animals are crazy like that pretty cool i like that kind of stuff you know it's it's a palate cleanse for the timeline because social media can just be absolutely batshit crazy at times but uh jesus this was a long stream guys which i love i love the fact that it's always a long stream because obviously a lot to talk about after coming off the weekend so i appreciate you guys uh sticking around for it and uh you know chatting it up in the chat but uh let's go ahead and wrap this up and um yeah like i said as always, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff, and uh, become a member if you want to, help support the channel, and we do a members-only stream at the end of every Wednesday stream, and then, of course, 
Got all the sock meds around me that I try to post frequently on, of course. The Patreon, I try to give exclusive stuff on there. I'll most likely be doing an exclusive podcast on there to talk a little bit more about things. Things that I hear, ranting, you know, a little bit more with that. And then, uh, yeah, should be fun. So I'll see you guys on Wednesday, obviously, on Film Junkie Live. And should be fun. Should be, uh, we'll see what happens when it comes to all this. And then, of course... Yeah, we got Fast X coming out this weekend. Going to be crazy. So, all right, guys. Love you. And uh, thank you for spending some time with me. Share the stream, too. That also helps. Helps the algorithm if you want to do that. And I much appreciate it when you guys do that. So, all right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.